we gotta lie about everything because that's what parents do yeah, it's like when you're a kid and your parents put your dog to sleep and they tell you it went off to live on some farm oh my god cheech <laughs> you lied to me the truth shall set you free Welcome to the Shit You Were Told podcast, a science podcast about all the weird stuff you believed, which turned out to be bullshit, or is it? Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us for our second episode. We got some great feedback after last week's episode, so thank you so much for all the love and for sharing your stories with us. We've loved it. Now, each episode, we take an example that you shared with us of a story that might not be true. And we like to think about the science behind whether it is true or if it's not. Now, my name's Daenerys and I'm so excited to be joined today by Jesse and Jen. Hi everyone, I'm Jesse. I'm super excited to be here too. I saw some great examples on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter of the lies that your parents, teachers told you and I'm keen to explore some more science tall tales today. Yep, and I'm Jen, and I am also very, very excited, uh, particularly for this episode, because I know Zanuri's got a bit of a great one to share with you all that we're going to delve into the science behind it, so I'm looking forward to that. Yes, as Jesse and Jen just mentioned, we got so many stories from all of you online, and one of my favourite was one I know that I also believe that was shared to us by Lauren, so thanks, Lauren. Um, And her mum used to tell her that if you pulled the plug out of a bathtub while you were still in the bathtub, you would get sucked down the drain. Now, I strongly remember feeling and believing this so strongly. And to this day, despite knowing that it's not true, I will not pull the plug from the bathtub until I'm out of the bathtub for the feeling to get sucked in. Oh, I mean, I, <laughs> we, didn't, uh, we didn't have that one. I didn't have a bathtub growing up. So, you know, there was no chance that I was going to get sucked down the shower drain. Uh, but we did have that story about the toilet and that the toilet would go one way in the Northern Hemisphere and go the other direction in the Southern Hemisphere. Did you ever hear that one? Yeah, I remember that one so well because it was like a Simpsons episode. I think it's the Australia episode. <laughs> And I truly believe this. And I think someone told me recently that it's not true. So that's a bit embarrassing. <laughs> Maybe that's a topic for another episode. <laughs> well, I was certainly with the Nuri on the bathtub thing. Um, I was terrified as a child, but it actually wasn't my parents that told me about the whole getting sucked down the plug hole. It was my dear old grandmother. So... If you were tuning into last week's episode, uh, my grandmother had told me another lie as well. So it seems to be a bit of a theme with her. Um, but my so this is the same grandma, same grandma that told you that. Yes. Yeah. Right. Just loves. She told you that <laughs> mountain goats have two shorter legs than the other two legs. Yeah, and also told me and my brother that if we stayed in the bathtub and pulled out the plug, um, that we would. I don't think it was. I think she made it so that our innards would get sucked down the plug hole, which is absolutely terrifying for a small child. Um, So my mum was quite mad um, because I wouldn't get in the bath and screamed like blue murder, um, (laughs) like whenever it was bath time. So, yeah, I think (laughs) my grandmother was proud of herself, but my mum not so happy. 
it's that noise that it makes you know the whirlpool just like making that mm. noise it's, it's just like so... <laughs> nails on a chalkboard kind of shudder for me I, I I don't like it at all but I do know Thanuri that you have another lie to unpack that is kind of similar so I'm gonna throw it over to you to explain so I used to be a swimmer. I have asthma and part of being an asthmatic is that you're often advised to take up swimming because it really helps you with your lungs. Now, my swimming was pretty intense. I used to go every day after school and I think I gave it up when I was about 16. But the lie that I think is a lie, I'm not sure if it is or not, is that if you pee in the pool, the water will change colour. Yes. <laughs> you heard me correctly. Peeing in the pool makes the water change colour. Now, when I was younger, I was told by either my brother or maybe one of my swimming instructors that this would happen. And it would go from like blue to purple, I believe. Um, and for most people. So specific. Yeah, it's very specific. And for most people, this wouldn't be an issue. But as a swimmer, when you're in the pool every day after school, it's like intense, right? And my mm. training sessions were like an hour and I do laps and like it was like you didn't go to the toilet, like that was a big no-no. But I just distinctly remember that one day I forgot to go to the bathroom because I was running late before training and I jumped in the pool and about halfway <laughs> into my training, I got halfway up the pool and I was like, oh, no, I need to pee what do I do? <laughs> and so I swam the fastest I've ever swum in my whole life. I've never swum as fast. And I like bolted to the other end. And I really hate confronting people. So I just kind of like jumped out of the pool and scraped my shin on the way out and then ran into the toilet. And I was so terrified because I was certain that if I peed in the pool, it would change colour. But I'm not sure if it's true, is it? Did you ever see in your whole time of swimming, did it ever happen to anyone else? No, but it was the fear of being a part of a team and them knowing that I peed in the pool that drove me to feeling like I couldn't pee in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> well, it... <laughs> Maybe that's not advisable to pee in the pool. I don't know what the science says, but certainly society would tell us that peeing in the pool is probably not a good idea. And if it was to change colour, like the public shame. Oh, my goodness. But accidents happen, don't they? When nature calls, nature calls. But it sounds like this lie really was deeply ingrained. Oh, so ingrained. And so, like, Anytime I'm around a body of water now, I'm like, must go to the bathroom before, just in case. <laughs> they have it in movies as well. Like, I know the movie Grown Ups, there's a whole bunch of guys, like dads in the pool and a little girl's like, you're not allowed to pee in the pool. And I think it's Adam Sandler says, oh, honey, that's just an old wives tale. And then, like, the kid screams and it zooms out and all the men are in like their little floaty rings or something and they're surrounded by clouds of blue or purple. It might have been purple. Um, and like all the kids are just like laughing and screaming at them and stuff. So I feel like as an adult, if you thought that it was a myth, 
watching that movie would make you think twice again because they acknowledge that oh no that's that's an old wise tale like that's that's <laughs> not true and then something's happening to these grown adults so absolutely and it's just another example of how pop culture really embeds these sorts of myths into our into our psyche and maybe one reason why it was so deeply ingrained with youth and Nuri, it's it's definitely one that I've heard about before and Jen you've heard about before how many of you heard at home about this myth we'd love to know on Facebook Twitter or Instagram sorry to burst your bubble Sanuri but you were actually spoiler alert fooled by a lie you are definitely not alone because it seems that many many people also believe this not just kids but grown adults as well so take comfort in that fact <laughs> but we did have so many people telling us um through our social channels this is a kid as well so I definitely had to do some research and find out whether there's any truth to this myth. Now, a quick Google search later, and I found out that this is something that reaches far and wide. There are news articles, there's Reddit threads, there's a published journal article, and there's even a dedicated Wikipedia page, which was super duper handy. <laughs> a whole thing. This does, this, this. <laughs> There is absolutely, this myth goes far and wide. There's a lot out there. People do like to talk about this myth, so it was great fodder for me. Now, apparently this myth can be traced back to the mid-20th century, but it is thought that Barbara Leeming's biography about Orson Welles, which was published in 1985, is responsible for its widespread confidence. So apparently Barbara writes about a prank that Orson played on his friends using this so-called die in 1937. Mm. Now, do you guys know who Orson Welles is? Yeah, he's the guy who did War of the Worlds, right? War of the Worlds was that, like, radio story and it went on air and it had no context to begin with, so people thought it was, like, a real event. And it was like, these aliens are invading our planet and people really believed it and they were terrified. And I think there's even stories of people who, like, they tried to, like, bunker down because they actually believed it that much. Yes, yeah. So I do I do believe that Orson Welles could probably be the ultimate bullshit artist. Um, <laughs> so I'm not sure whether I would ever believe what he was telling me if I was Barbara writing his biography, but... It's interesting that it goes back that far, but it is very definitive um, that there is no such chemical that changes colour when someone pees in the pool. That's what science tells us, definitely not. Now, there are dyes that could cloud or change colour in the presence of urine, um, but these chemicals can actually be activated by other compounds, which, as you can imagine, in a pool where there's Lots of chemicals and lots of organic matter floating around, which sounds gross, but true. <laughs> um, <laughs> that just reminds me of, um, you remember watching Caddyshack? Uh, if you haven't watched Caddyshack, <laughs> there's a scene in there with a chocolate bar that is very iconic and relates to what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's exactly. That's very on topic. Um, but yeah, because of all these different things in the, this like aquatic environment, 
Um, it does mean that it could cause some really embarrassing false positives for people. So that's why there isn't an actual dye out there. So there's no specific dye that only reacts with urine in the pool because there's just too much other stuff that's in the pool. Yeah, there's just, I mean, even urine itself, it doesn't come out just as one thing. There's lots of little organic compounds that's made up with and those compounds do like to react with lots of different things as well. And as you can imagine, there's like sweat in the pool. One of the nicer things that you can find in the pool that will react. Loads of sunscreen. Actually, yeah, sunscreen. Coconut oil. Sunscreen's a very big one for that. I was reading a paper and they were saying sunscreen, which is why they tell you to shower before getting into a pool. I also learned that while it's super duper icky, there is actually a real hazard in peeing in a pool. So urine can actually react with chlorine and other disinfectants in the water to create a noxious gas. So that chlorine smell, you know that chlorine smell that you smell when you walk into a pool? Yeah. It actually isn't chlorine. So it's chlorine and What is it? (laughs) What? Yes. So it's actually the reaction. So that's why my eyes were watering when we walk into the indoor pool. <laughs> yeah. So it's not actually chlorine on its own. It's the fact that the chlorine is reacting to the things in urine. It makes this gas and that's what we smell. So I don't know about you guys, but I walk into a pool and if I can smell that real chlorine smell, I'm like, yeah, it's super sanitized. Yeah, that's what I think. I'm like, oh, it means it's like got lots of chlorine, so I'm going to be safe. It's a good pool. But yeah, it's, it's lots of chlorine and also probably a, quite a bit of pee as well. I'm watching Jesse's face right now and his mind is like blown. He's never going to get into a pool ever again. No, I, this has completely turned me off <laughs> getting in any chlorinated pool at all. <laughs> like, I think I'm only going to be swimming at the beach from now on. Oh, yeah, it- and it does... It gets worse. So, yeah, if you're a pool lover, um, you might just want to tune out now, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, the the gas that we smell is actually pretty bad for asthmatics. So I really hate to tell you, Sanuri, but anytime your asthma acted up after you were in the pool, it was probably because you were swimming in wee. Just keep swimming, just keep swimming, just keep swimming, swimming, swimming. Great. <laughs> stop you if you've been given medical or health advice to swim regularly particularly for your asthma it is noted in the different research that I found that all the benefits of swimming in a pool actually outweigh the risks of swimming in a pool that might have a little bit of pee in it so don't stop your regular habits swimming is absolutely good for you Maybe switch to the beach if you've got the heebie-jeebies like Jesse currently has. But I suppose you also have to be choosy about which pool you're going in. Do you remember going into the indoor pool and there'd be the big lap pool on one side and there'd be the, the kiddie pool area and they'd have <laughs> fountains and all sorts of stuff and you would steer clear of that all the time. And I, you know what? I don't think you're going to find me anywhere near an indoor, indoor pool in the immediate future. <laughs> Absolutely. And like, down in Geelong, where I grew up, um, we actually have Eastern Beach, um, which if you're a Geelong local, oh yeah, yeah, it's not really a real beach. Don't go to that beach. Keep driving, head to Torquay, right? But they do have <laughs> the kiddie pool, which is a bit infamous, to be honest. And 
I feel like every few years they try to do it up nicely again. Um, but every time they just, it's always green. It's always that real yellowy green color because it's such a shallow pool and it has dozens of kids going through it every day. It's really gross. Green. But, lovely but pool chemistry is something that's quite complex. Like we had a pool at home and I just remember dad putting all sorts of chemicals in there. It, it was bucket chemistry basically. But is there something that pool companies help out with? with regard to this problem absolutely and this is why I thought so there is lots and lots of research out there and there's lots of commentary out there on the internet about um, the chemistry of pools and all this sort of stuff and as a chemist myself I really could have gone really really deep into the details but instead I thought to completely get to the bottom of this I decided that I needed to consult with the experts so I did actually contact some leading pool cleaner companies in the area. <laughs> now. Who shall remain yeah, nameless we're not for, for the purposes um, of this podcast. We don't want to get sued. Um, <laughs> to get a completely impartial response, I actually decided to go undercover. <gasps> <laughs> what was your alias? So I did email these companies um, under the pseudonym Barbara. Or Babs for short. <laughs> Babs. I love Babs. it. Yes. You see, Babs was thinking about the summer already and dreaming of long, lazy days spent in her backyard pool. However, one of her pesky kids, she has three, they're all boys, keeping <laughs> in her pool. I, I, I went into character detail, guys. If I'm going to do something like this, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go all the way. Like full method. Actor. Yeah, like I got into Canberra. Where does Babs live? She lives in Canberra. Um, I didn't get too complicated with that. Um, but she emailed because she's looking to purchase the chemical that detects urine and turns the water a different colour so she can finally put a stop to her wee problem. <laughs> it sounds like Bab- Babs, rather. Wants to speak to a manager. I, I, I did get the feeling. I, I have an image of like Babs's haircut um, and it does it does like to speak to the manager. Yes. Did you get any responses? I did actually. I didn't think I was going to, but I did get some responses. The first response was a little bit boring um, and completely unhelpful, but do you want to hear it anyway? Yes. Yeah, go okay. on. So, <clears throat> Hi, Barb. We don't have anything like this. Sorry. Kind regards. <laughs> Very to the point. Yeah. Very to the point. Very to the point. Um, but it does sound like to me that they do believe that a product like this exists, but they just don't stock it. Um, with- I'm surprised that that's the case, though, because... I'd imagine you get a lot of responses that would think that you're just taking the piss. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was, it was there for the taking. Jesse, our resident comedian in the house. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was a little bit worried that all the emails might've just come back like this. Now, honestly, I thought they were going to ignore us. Um, but when I got that first email, I was worried that they're all just going to be like, sorry, we don't have this on, in stock and just not elaborate. But we did get a second response. What? And I do feel like it's quite good. Would you like to hear it? 
Yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> All right. Good morning, Babs. They use my nickname. <laughs> Unfortunately, we don't have a massive demand for this sort of product. You would need to look online or get a pool rule sign which says no urinating in the pool. Best of luck with this. They have signs. <laughs> they have signs. I'm blown away. They have signs. Yes. So I actually did a bit of a Google search and from as little as $12.99, you can get some very official and some not so much. Looking signs, warning of the unfortunate embarrassment coming your way if you deign to pee in their pool. <laughs> Can we put an example of one of those up? Absolutely. I did save a few because um, some of them are hilarious and some of them look like that official like warning with like the red and the black and you get a little bit scared when you see it. Um, but, again, they have replied as if it is the actual like it, it's an actual product and they just don't have it because you're the first person, Barb, that's ever wanted it, which I feel like. Well, yeah. They say they don't have a massive demand, but I'd imagine you're not the I first person think to think I'm the first one. It didn't end there, though. Um, I got one last email, um, which actually was extremely helpful. So it reads, hi, Barbara. Thanks for your online inquiry. Unfortunately, a chemical for identifying urine in the water is a myth and there is no agent that will activate a colour if that happens. There are dyes you can buy, but they are just to be added to make the water look blue for presentation purposes. Sorry we couldn't help in this instance. That sounds like someone who's been asked this question before. Yeah. I do think um, that this is not the first time they've had someone like Barbara. Um, asking for this product and it's good that someone did come out an expert in their field and say this is a myth it doesn't exist so I do think we got to the bottom of this one and discovered that there's no real truth to this lie however I did stumble across a legit journal article that I found very interesting what so someone has actually gone out and done a research article yeah on this. actually scientists have wanted to get to the bottom of this. So a Canadian group published in the Environmental Science and Technology Letters Journal, uh, their findings on combating this particular issue by exploiting the modern diet. The modern now, diet? Yeah, bear with me. So because we consume a lot of products that contain a particular artificial sweetener, which we're just going to call it the acronym ACE, um, because even for me being a chemist, it was too hard to pronounce over and over again. <laughs> this artificial sweetener doesn't get broken down in the body, meaning that we weed out in its complete form. So this actually opens the door for an indicator that could be developed to react to that artificial sweetener. So reacting to just the one compound in our urine rather than all the other compounds that you mentioned earlier are found with the yes, urine. Yes, yeah. Their hypothesis is that if you were to find this compound in the water of a pool, the only way it could have gotten there is for it to be peed out. Wow. Oh. Right? So they actually did a lot of research with different pools and hot tubs and <laughs> they found lots of really, really gross things through their research. For instance... One in five adults have admitted to peeing in a public pool at least once. What? 
So just pools? Yeah. Uh, it might have been hot tubs as well, but at least a public. <gasps> hot tubs? Hot tubs. They, they looked into hot tubs when as well. Yeah, so warm. Oh, that, that's gross. <laughs> when we're talking about the volume of water, the volume of water in a, in a hot tub <laughs> is far smaller than most pools. Yeah. And the temperature. Oh. It's not nice. They also found that there was 75 litres of urine in a pool that was one-third the size of an Olympic-sized pool. Oh, honestly, that one in five people that are saying that they're peeing in the pool, the other four are lying if that's the case. I do think that one in five was actually quite, quite small. Like I feel like it, I feel like it's closer to two, maybe three out of five. Um, <laughs> the last little tidbit too, which is ugh, I think the worst one, is that they tested 31 pools and all of them had urine in them. Wow. <laughs> all 31 of the pools. To be fair to pools, I know that like when you're at the beach, you're basically swimming in fish piss. So... <laughs> <laughs> It's just the same. Yeah. I don't know whether fish could pee out 75 litres, though. That's true. <laughs> and on that note, I think we're going to decide to give a content trigger warning for this episode. <laughs> I think it's just best if you don't think too hard about it. Hmm. To just let it wash over you. Jen, Jen, Jen. So what you're saying is there is a reason that we shouldn't pee in the pool, but despite what we've been told, it's not going to change the colour of the pool. Yes. And I think the perfect way to sum up this episode is with a poem by a science communicator, Sam Illingworth, which was inspired by the Sweetener article I read. Now, Jesse, will you do us the honours? I most certainly can. All right, let's have a look here. You've emailed it to me uh, earlier. Oh, a piscine problem. Now, piscine, that's a French word, yes, isn't it? Yes, it's French for pool. Oh, a pool mm -hmm. problem. Here we go. Oh, because it was a Canadian study, wasn't Yes. It? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Right. Yeah. Makes perfect yeah. sense. Urea that's contained in wheat plus chlorine gives us DBP. This makes our eyes stream like a fool. Please do not piss in the pool. <laughs> I feel like Noni Hazelhurst reading Go the Fuck to Sleep. <laughs> Deciding how much pee is there can be quite a complex affair. What's needed is a special tool. Please do not piss in the pool. The sweetener that is called ace can measure wee-wee with a trace. Ace equals urine is the rule. Please do not piss in the pool. Researchers found that ace exists in every pool they made their lists. Whilst not as bad as a fresh stool, please do not piss in the pool. When swimming next, please do take care. And try to swallow only air. We should all be taught this in school. Please, do not piss in the pool. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please hit that subscribe button and don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter.